0: Welcome to another in-conversation piece for the Foundation for Education Development. And I'm absolutely thrilled today to have in conversation with me, Dame Peacock, of course, who is the Chief Executive Officer of the Chartered College. Um, Alison, thrilled to have you here today. We're obviously talking in the Foundation for Education Development from a lot of you in education. And so what we usually go through in these conversation pieces is some questions. And I've got question number one for you. Perhaps we can launch into a conversation following that. And that that first question would be, why are you leading the chartered college and how do you think the chartered college can help with that long term lens on?
1: Thank you Carl. So I'm leading the Chartered College because I utterly believe in our profession and I think that there is a role for a professional body that celebrates the uh, career pathways of teachers to help them really develop their skills throughout their career. I believe that teachers should be lifelong learners as well as lifelong teachers and the Chartered College is absolutely wedded to helping with that process
0: talked on many occasions before we've talked about the cl- the power of collaboration and the value of it to grow quality and our profession.
1: Yes, I think all of this is about collaboration because it's it's easy actually in a school to be a teacher in a classroom you can feel incredibly isolated. I'm not suggesting the job is easy I'm suggesting it's easy to feel isolated and when we actually work together, whether it's across our department, whether it's through working with our mentor when we first start out when we start to branch out beyond our school and work with other schools and we read and we hear about what's going on, we deepen our knowledge. So we go, we go beyond the intuitive to a much deeper understanding of what might be effective. And I think that is actually incumbent upon any professional to do that. I also think that collaboration in the spirit of kindness is the way that we enable our profession to be a much more sustainable career for people. Too often we see examples of burnout or people feeling that the job has become frankly too difficult and I think if there was more opportunity to uh, listen to others, to work in partnership with others, to ask for advice, then we would see less of that um, burnout and more of a sense of collegiality which would keep us all moving forward and after all, I do think it is the best job in the world. I still think it's the best job in the world, being a teacher, being a head teacher, supporting education, because it's the future of our youngsters. What better job than that?
0: Absolutely would agree. Uh, fantastic job. I always think it's the best job in the world, just like you. I, I don't know that, that collegiality, that that collective pride that I know that any school I've gone to has in, in producing the best for the communities and the youth serve. Again, collective pride is something we talk about quite regularly when we when we meet.
1: Yes. So when you're a head teacher, when you lead a school, you're absolutely right. Your school community becomes, it's like part of your family, isn't it? Um, I mean, I found it incredibly hard when I left the school where I was head teacher, because all of those friends and community that you've got, we, you're all driven together by a sense of wanting to do the best you can for your young people and your school or your group of schools. The job that I'm now um, leading as uh, CEO of the Chartered College of Teaching, I feel like I've got the whole profession on my shoulders. I want all teachers to be valued. I take it personally. I'm personally insulted if the media uh, decide to take a swipe at our profession because I feel as though teachers are working incredibly hard and they're doing the best they can. And there may well be a few examples where, We would hope they would behave other than they do. But those are very much in the minority. The vast majority of our school leaders and our teachers have a tremendous amount to be proud about. And the youngsters they work with are also proud of their schools. You know, they're proud to say, this is where I, you know, went to school. Uh, And the same is true of their families. So I think this notion of being proud about being a teacher, and I use that hashtag, proud to teach, quite often, because I absolutely think we should make more of that we should be celebrating our profession much more across society than perhaps we have done in the past. And I know Fed is part of this.
0: No, I completely agree. That celebration, especially during this is hugely difficult year. Um, we we, we did this uh, in, in the middle of, of January and we know that the last month hasn't been easy at all. But we also know in the last I think many parents have found an even greater admiration for our schools and teachers and leaders uh, of education across the country for battling a, a, a particularly difficult time for all of us. And I suppose I just want to, to move on to that for a moment. And in some way, you'll have an opinion on the way COVID has is- has moved things for us in the profession, but um, the, the need for it to be an attractive profession because uh, our teachers are uh, and educators are the engine room of our economy. The future, don't they? The future generations for us. So, so what are your thoughts on that?
1: It's interesting. I mean, nobody would have wished a pandemic to occur, uh, but there have been some good things that have come from this. And I think one of the good things that I have seen is the way in which Teachers have just stepped forward and then they've kept stepping forward. They really have been um, alongside the NHS. They've been one of the kind of the groups of people that have kept everybody going. Whether schools have been open fully as they were before the summer and um, in September, whether they are closed in inverted commas because we've got a lot of children still in school. Our teachers have adapted amazingly. And they've supported their communities, they've delivered food, they've done everything they can to provide learning opportunities. But COVID has also meant that things like um, qualifications have been disrupted. And I really do worry about the generations of youngsters who are going through having been told, sorry, you can't do your examinations at the end of the year in the way that you had expected you would do. That's something that, that feels very unfair. And the other thing that we've seen is that COVID has really revealed in a way that none of us can ignore, the the lack of equity in our society. So I do hope that we do something about that. And there's something, we were mentioning this earlier on, weren't we? There's an energy that is building across education that says, look, we work really hard. We are the experts. We know what we need to do to make things even better. And the hyper-accountability we were subject to prior to the pandemic, frankly, was unhelpful in my view. I think the fear that was in the system that that was generated by the prospect of a visit from an inspector, even if you knew that your school was doing really, really well, even if your attainment results were high, your attendance results were high, your children's behaviour was exemplary, there was still fear, because this is to do with the fact that we always want to do the best that we can. And it strikes me that we we'd got that out of balance. Um, I don't think anyone has suffered because we haven't had inspectors jumping their way to our door in the last uh, number of months. So I think we, knew, we we do need to think differently about how we uh, evaluate education and make sure that we're providing the best service without making us feel terrified the whole time.
0: You make a, an important point there about thinking differently. And, and, and I think that, that the whole of the last year has made us reflect on lots of things, hasn't it, that, that we do in our daily uh, routine, in our daily uh, lives, in our daily jobs, that, and, and make us reflect or not we really are producing what we need to produce out of whatever simple act it might be but if i could take you 10 years into the future today and then we could we could stand there and look back over what's been achieved over the next 10 years in education what would your hopes be
1: so i would hope that um, one in every to teachers as a member of the Chartered College that we are united in a collective purpose about how we build our expertise, how we make sure that we have access to the best possible resources so that our teachers are able to be the most effective teachers they can be, that they feel supported, that they don't feel um, constantly waiting for the the next whim of the next Secretary of State, that actually there's a real respect for our profession, that we can work in harness with uh, the DfE to make sure that good decisions are made, that research is used to inform the decisions that impact on what goes on in our schools, and that our young people are much healthier physically and mentally. We know that Prior to the pandemic, um, young people were increasingly anxious and stressed. And that actually, the results that we're hearing at the moment show that some of them have really uh, regressed even further during this time. So we have to do something about the overall emotional well-being of our people, of our children, because otherwise, why are we doing all of this? So I would hope in 10 years' time, we've got a happier, more fulfilled profession with a greater sense of purpose who are respected who are listened to who have higher status but are more expert than ever and they absolutely deserve that recognition
0: dear melson Pika, thank you very much